हेलो एंड वेलकम टू द फर्स्ट एपिसोड ऑफ आवर पॉडकास्ट बर्ड नर्ड्स हेलो आई एम अनिल एंड आई एम मरियम वी आर हियर टू टेक यू अलोंग विद अस ऑन अ जर्नी ऑफ द विल्डरनेस एंड इंट्रोड्यूस यू टू द जॉयज ऑफ बर्डिंग वी टॉक अबाउट कॉमन बर्ड्स एंड नॉट सो कॉमन वंस व्हाट दे लुक लाइक हाउ दे साउंड देयर हैबिट्स एंड हैबिटेट्स You don't necessarily need to travel high up the mountains or deep into forests to observe nature. There is so much to soak in if you just pause for a bit while going about your daily lives. Talking about daily lives, how was your morning walk today, Adil? Where did you take a stroll, and most importantly, which beauties did you spot? Morning walks are always rewarding, Mariam. Today I took a walk in the area which was earlier a beautiful scrubland but is gradually transforming into a construction site. There are still remnants of the scrubland with scattered acacia trees and sparse grass. A small pool forms here during the monsoon and continues to flourish till the coming of summer. The surroundings are strewn with rocks as a result of the ongoing construction but the good news is that you can still see a lot of bird activity. Well that's good to hear. Nature does find its way in the harshest of conditions. Now that we have a good visual about the habitat, let's talk about the birds you usually spot here. One of the most common birds in our backyard is the Indian robin. Let's hear it. The male is black with a white wing patch and a rusty red vent. However, the female is brownish and without a wing patch. You can generally find it foraging on the ground with its tail cocked up. This is very typical of a robin. Always with its tail up and quite the rock climber. So, Mariam, have you ever noticed the other bird perched mostly on rocks, which is quite similar to the female of the Indian robin? Mm, is it chocolatey brown above and rufous brown below? with darker wings and a blackish tail which is held down yes you are right i am talking about the brown rock chat they are not seen as frequently as the robin but today i sighted a pair wow that's nice so are they residents or visitors they are locally found here preferring rocky hills forts and ruins their distribution ranges from northwest of india to north and central india while the indian robin is more widely spread okay adil there is one other tiny bird that i have seen always beating about the bush having a long tail and always up to something you mean the ashiprinia that's a lovely bird it's quite loud so we hear it more often before we sight it It is found foraging in shrubs, bushes and reeds. It has diagnostic red eyes, a white supercilium and a slaty grey crown. It has fulvous white underparts, a long graduated tail that is white tip. When you say supercilium, it means the eyebrow. I think there is also the plain prinia which again looks like an ashy prinia in size and form but has an earthy brown color across. You're right. Mariam, you've also been on a few bird walks in this area. Do you remember the bird that we see mostly on our pathways, busy foraging? 
It takes light only at close proximity and then perches only a few feet away. It has a stout grayish bill, is tiny like a sparrow, is sand colored and patterned above. In case of a male, the underparts are distinctly black. Oh, nice, Adil. I can almost paint a picture with your description. Okay, so I think you're talking about a friend, the melodious lark. Yes, it's the ashy crowned sparrow lark. It's so surprising that even with this urbanization and concretization, you still come across these beauties if you keep your ears and eyes open. True. Another common sighting in this area is the large grey babbler. You can hear them before you see them. They are bigger than Amaina, primarily grey in colour, with a yellow bill and a long tail. They are very noisy, making a ruckus and quite bold. They can be seen in sparsely cultivated areas such as these. They are very social and usually found in large flocks rummaging on the ground. Speaking of flocks, last time I was there, I saw quite a party of common manas and a group of crows feasting together. Oh, you mean you witnessed a murder? Fortunately, just a murder of crows. Did you notice that there were two types of crows? One is the house crow which has a grey neck while the other is the large bill crow or the Indian jungle crow which is glossy jet black in colour and much larger than the house crow. It has a heavier bill and a hoarse caw unlike the house crow. Let's hear them. First the house crow. Now the Indian jungle crow. Yes, that's quite distinct. So when you said there were two types of crows, now when I think, the mana seemed different from the common mana. Was it some other type that we saw? That's not the common mana you saw. It is a jungle mana, quite similar, but it does not have the yellow orbital skin. Another distinguishing feature is the bushy upstanding feather on its forehead. Basically, orbital means the area around the eye. Oh, it's got that permanent out of bed look you mean. So there's this one suspicious bird always asking, did he do it? Did he do it? That's the red wattle lapwing. It's an erect standing bird found near water bodies, open country and cultivation alike. It has a crimson fleshy wattle in front of its eyes black head, neck and breast and is white below. It is the noisiest bird in the neighborhood, the local goon. Always on alert, calling out at the slightest hint of a threat. As you try to approach it, the bird calls only get louder. Initially it tries to distance itself but soon takes flight and circles about while also calling out. It's a ground nester. Okay, so that may be the reason it is so protective of its territory. You can even hear its alarm calls at night. Right. Do you know, Mariam, it is said that the farmers are able to predict the amount of seasonal rain based on how far away from water body the lapwing lays its eggs. Interesting to know that birds have such sixth sense. You know what? There is this one other bird that whenever I have spotted is always crossing the road. Tell me more. It makes this sound. Kateter, kateter, kateter. It is brown in color, almost camouflaged, 
often seen bathing in mud and moving about with its brood. Ah, yes, Maria, this is the grey fangolin. It has a stubbed tail, is a bulky looking ground bird, and a very reluctant flyer. It has a cryptic pattern of brown with chestnut blotches and black vermiculation. This is a perfect habitat for the bird as it prefers dry open grass and thorny scrubland, avoiding dense forests and humid places. It can also be seen in villages and countryside. Uh, what do you mean by vermiculation? I meant to say that it has worm-like patterns or markings on its body. Alright, thanks for clarifying. You know, we are forgetting about our dear wise friend, just sitting there and observing. Yes, one of my favorite sightings, the spotted owlet. I usually spot it first on a dilapidated shed in this area. It is a crepuscular and a nocturnal bird. It's a cute looking minor sized owl with a large round head and staring yellow eyes. Generally found in pairs in villages, ruins and old tree hollows. Like any other owl, you are unlikely to hear any futter when it flies. It mostly feeds on beetles and other insects, young birds and mice alike. It operates as a natural pest controller. What do you mean by crepuscular? I mean that the spotted owlet is active during twilight. Okay, that is another new term for me. Adil, I know you can talk about birds endlessly and I also have a ton of questions about them. But for now, let's wind up. We will continue with our talk about neighborhood and backyard birds in our next episode as well. Absolutely. Till then, ciao. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at peregrinator.in And you can follow me on Instagram at Mariam's Pick Clicks. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next week, happy birding!